Fast Times at Ridgemont High, John Hughes, Demons, Short Circuit, Dirty Dancing, and more. Welcome to 4K Kings. I'm Matt. I'm Russ. And this is JCVD. And let's get right into the news. Oh, gnarly! Out May 4th. On Blu-ray from Criterion is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Coming in a 4K restoration supervised by director Amy Heckerling, this version is what she's calling her preferred version where the Mike Damone pool house scene is framed as originally intended because I guess at the time that it was trying to be released, the way that the shot was framed caused it to have an X rating. So they had to frame it a little bit differently. So this has been restored. So it's how she intended her movie to be seen finally for the first time. Maybe people actually like it this time. Finally, we can see the statutory rape in all of its glory. <laughs> exactly. There's Thank more, you, Amy. More focus on the abortion plot. We got to get an abortion. Please. That's, that's exactly what, what we needed. Wanted. The television version of the film is also included, which I guess originally aired in the 80s. Tonight, it's a far out Wednesday night movie. Conduct yourselves with the utmost maturity. And they tried to make it more of a, obviously, family friendlier version. Fool stuff. Don't fool with it. You nerd. No. He just called me a nerd. A nerd. So that they could show it on TV, cutting out probably some of these other storylines, but it featured 18 deleted and alternate scenes. So there's some people that grew up on this version of the movie, watching it as a child because they didn't see it in the theater, and they watched this maybe watered down version because that's what they could watch because they were children and that's what they're parents let them watch or whatever but there i guess this has never been released before so this is kind of a big deal for some people how are you familiar with that television release or i mean i don't know how they brushed up like I'm, phoebe cates and yeah, kind of eliminated I, there's so much stuff to eliminate i don't know uh, yeah i mean come on when everyone thinks of this movie they think of phoebe cates yeah i mean um, i feel like it might it's probably like a different movie with yeah, a lot of the, I, all the lurid details were in the edition that I yeah. grew up on. <laughs> yeah, well, people are excited about this. Some of the other features included a new conversation with Heckerling and Crow. I don't think you said Cameron Crowe Cameron Crow. is the writer who went on to probably have more success than the actual director, Amy Heckerling. There's a previously released documentary from 1999 featuring interviews with the cast and the crew, an audio commentary from 1999 featuring Heckerling and screenwriter Cameron Crow. An audio discussion from 1982 with Heckerling at the American Film Institute and an essay by film critic Dana Stevens and a new introduction by Cameron Crowe. So not like a huge, you know, release. There's not like a ton of extra features. I guess it's the the restoration itself is going to be really nice. And then you have that television version of the film and a couple of things that has already been put out before. Um, I know but, for a long time, <clears throat> well, Criterion released Dazed and Confused. They had that out on a special edition DVD and Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. But if you recall, they used to package Universal put out Dazed and Confused and Fast Times mm -hmm. at Richmond High in like two packs. You always saw them packaged together. Yeah. I guess it was just inevitable that yeah. Criterion would get their hands on this as they did with these. And what do you think the deal is with them not putting out anything in actual 4K? I mean, all these 4K restorations, I'm sure they all look great. Do you think they're of this mindset like 
it's not worth our time. We don't see that much of a difference with our restorations versus 4K. There's like a it's money a good, thing. Like, what do you think? It's a good question, honestly. I mean, kind of like what Arrow or Blue Underground is really known for. I envision Criterion jumping on the 4K bandwagon at some point. I mean, they'd be silly not to. I will say this for Criterion fans. I'm happy that they're releasing a title like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which you could also argue of course, has uh, cultural merit. Mm -hmm. um, but on top of that, this film is going to sell a lot of Criterion films. I mean, you know, Bergman isn't keeping no. that label alive, as great as Bergman is. But you need to release titles like Fast Times, Breakfast Club, Dazed and Confused. You, you got to get the funding to get out, you know, some for of sure. the other lesser-known treasures that Criterion is known for showcasing. For sure. Um, I guess the only other thing to think about with this is next year's its 40th anniversary and that that means it's like ripe for some 4k release there's could be something planned again you could be smelling that do the right thing 4k situation where you might have to choose what i rather have the criterion or this 4k release i don't know which one will be better speaking of do the right thing on 4k i have still not received my order I, really i ordered this from target i had a target yeah, gift I card that. i pre-ordered steelbook the right thing steelbook 4k yeah. i i got an email saying it was shipped i've yet to see it blow me target would you be picking this up, Russ, Fast Times? Criterion? Uh, I will not be picking this up day one. This is something yeah. I'd like to add to my collection at some point. But I don't think I'd be ever upgrade this from DVD to Blu-ray, to be honest. So I never even owned the DVD. Really? Yeah, yeah, I have it on DVD. It's a great movie. I. It's just one of those movies, yeah, I grew up on it. It would sit on my shelf, but I'm not in a fast fury to put yeah. this on. Okay. Uh, but it is a classic. Out now on Blu-ray from Paramount Home Media is the John Hughes Five Movie Collection. In this collection, you will receive Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Pretty in Pink, She's Having a Baby, and Some Kind of Wonderful. Now, this kind of looks like one of those, you know, just like haphazard, throw it all together, kind of a release where, you know, you might typically see this in some like bargain bin, all five movies just jammed in there. They didn't exactly pull a bare bones deal on you, but... Um, I would say this isn't some, you know, great box set to be super excited about, with the exception that she's having a baby and some kind of wonderful have never been released on Blu-ray before. When you look at all these movies that are released, essentially they've been released before. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Plain Strings and Automobiles, Pretty in Pink, and all the features that you're getting with those are the same from past releases. There's nothing new whatsoever. Ferris Bueller's Day Off was previously released in some Bueller Bueller edition from Paramount, um, one of those silly ones. And Plain Strains and Automobiles had a an edition not that long ago come out, I think in like 2017. And then Pretty in Pink, Paramount just released like a year ago or less on their Paramount Presents line. You know, that one that's got the nice slip box on it that mm -hmm. opens up and you can see the poster and it's got like a nice like case to it. Like they put that out already. Some kind of wonderful. So this is brand new for, to Blu-ray. They're lumping it in, but they've given it something. I mean, it's not it's not bare bones by any means. Back to Wonderful, a conversation with director Howard Deutsch. Commentary by director Howard Deutsch and Leah Thompson, a making of a meet the cast and some John Hughes like time capsule. I was just about to say that director, he's married to uh, Leah Thompson. He sure so is. They better have been able to get her in there. Get them together. Yep. So she's having a baby got screwed a little bit. They didn't really get anything. They got some archival Kevin Bacon interview. I've never seen pretty in pink. I've never seen she's having a baby. Some kind of wonderful. I love, I really wish that they would put this out in some kind of a Paramount Presents line. It's already got very similar features to what Paramount Presents does. They give these little, uh, you know, interview, like sit down with the director and so on. 
if they did that, nobody's going to buy She's Having a Baby. No one's going to. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Poor, poor She's Having a Baby. <laughs> and let's be real. I know you and I are big fans of Some Kind of Wonderful, but I, does that movie have that much of a hold of a... Well, what do you think is the most? What, what do you what do you think is the most acclaimed here? Planes, trains, or is it Pretty in Pink? It's Ferris. Ferris Bueller. Bueller. In my mind. In your mind. Uh, planes, planes, trains has a lot. Of, has a lot of love. I've actually never seen planes. Trains, okay. Automobiles. I'm one of the only people who can say that. I feel like it's an odd selection within these five. Yeah, I would say as far as like standalone collector's editions, Ferris could stand on its own. Planes, trains could stand oh, for on sure. its own. The other three, well, Pretty in Pink could stand on its yeah, own. Yeah, they already did it. They already uh, put it on its yeah, own. Yeah, she's having a baby and even some kind of wonderful. Those are, that's a box. Yeah. Those are box set movies. Have I, you seen I She's Having it. a Baby? I did when I was a child once. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even remember it being a John Hughes movie <laughs> Me neither. as a kid. And no. I knew who John Hughes was. I, I always forget that's his movie. I don't know if it's worth the double dip. Um, I don't know if, if if you already, you know, if you don't own these already, if it's worth kind of buying all these, unless if you don't have all these other ones already, maybe. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, you could imagine that Pretty in Pink and Ferris Bueller might get some 4K thing for their 35th anniversary. I mean, it's not, it's not, it wouldn't be unheard of, especially for Ferris Bueller. Like, why wouldn't they be out on like a Criterion or why wouldn't their studio just release them like Paramount out in 4K? I don't know. Ferris Bueller on Criterion. That's an interesting, because they did do Breakfast Club. I mean, Uh, yeah, why not? And we're talking Fast Times Dazed. Uh, Is Ferris a little too, a little too... Is it too pop? Like a little it too, too. It's not. It's not a niche enough. Yeah, I know. Like you could with a film like Days and Confused or Fast Times, you can make some arguments about. Is does Ferris fit the bill with like the depth that I, I guess people expect from a label like Criterion? Criterion should put out a special edition just of the scene where Cameron, you know, kicks the dad's car out of the garage. <laughs> that, That's that, it. That gripping scene. Yeah. Ten Dude, minutes. that scene as a kid, I remember like, what movie am I watching? All of a sudden it, it turns into like this hardcore drama. My old man pushes me around. I never say anything. Alan was... Ruck. What a great performance. Alan. Alan Ruck, he's underrated. Oh, wait, no. He was in that movie Freaky I just watched with Vince Vaughn. Never mind. Sorry, Ruck. He was kind of annoying in speed on the on the uh, bus. Everybody was annoying in speed, though. Yeah, maybe. Sorry, Alan. Didn't mean to... <laughs> to do that to you um the only other thing that i will say about this is that some kind of wonderful is getting a standalone release mm. in about a month in france i don't know if that means that something might come our way sooner than later I'm, I'm gonna hold out obviously i wouldn't buy this i would wait for a special edition of some sort of ferris bueller to make the jump and then definitely a standalone to some kind of wonderful that movie's worth it to me that's an incredible movie does the one from france look like chicken shit <laughs> Uh, what a great character that's such a great character and a great scene when he just you know shows up and just does his thing I'm here to wipe the floor with your ass and you know it and everybody knows it and you deserve it Elias Cotius is that how you say that? I have no clue Elias Cotius Casey Jones that's what I call him Elias Cotius Mr. Crash he was also in that movie he did a lot of stuff oh yeah dude Zodiac no um with Paul Hogan. It was like his first, it was like his first movie where he tried to not be Crocodile Dundee. It was called like Almost an Angel, I think. And, oh, and Elias Cotayus was in a wheelchair. I never saw it, but I remember that cover. Yeah, he was in a wheelchair. I remember as his that friend. cover in rental stores. Yeah. 
Or shout select on that one. I know. Come on, bring it. Bring it. Thank you, Elias Cotillas, for making this John Hughes set worth it. One day we'll learn how to say your name. Maybe. Elias Cotillas. 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 Elias. I don't know. Elios. Elios. So anyway, don't get this collection. Wait for all of these to come out in better editions. Fuck off, Paramount. We know what you're up to, and we're tired of your shit. Our nine followers won't put up with it. The preview you are about to watch is for a movie that is unlike any you have ever seen before. It is a movie called Demons. Out now on 4K Ultra HD from Arrow Films is the two-disc Demons 1 and 2 set. Yes. Yes. And this is a new 4K restoration of both films presented in Dolby Vision from the original camera negative. This set looks really awesome. I've never seen these movies before, just knowing the covers from the past, but even, I don't know, is this the original cover for this film? That I don't know. I doubt it. It's reminiscent. Those faces look very familiar. Um, Really? They do. Like that, those scary looking faces look really familiar to me. Actually, no, the cover I know for the original Demons, it's like that blue, almost looks like the fog. John Carpenter's fog. Really? Like they're kind of walking towards the cover. Um, That's the one I remember more of. Gotcha. This set, no, that's beautiful though. This this, box is incredible. Uh, A review from me will be coming shortly. Definitely. I, I just got this the other day. I can't wait to dig in. On disc one... You have the original Demons, but two versions of it, full-length original cut in Italian and English, and the slightly trimmed U.S. cut featuring alternate dubbing and sound effects. Which version will you be watching, Russ? I mean, if anyone's any Italian horror movie from this era has that kind of odd mixture of English, bad mm-hmm. English and mm-hmm. Italian. Uh, if anyone who's familiar with the movie Demons, you're, why would you watch? Why would you do anything else? Well, yeah, you're going to go with the unrated. I mean, this okay. movie's excessive. I mean, that's the whole point. You're also going to get a new lossless 5.1 audio and the original 2.0 lossless audio, both in English and Italian. So you can kind of get an upgraded soundstage or just go with what you used to have, which that's pretty cool that they give you that option. You get newly translated English subtitles for the Italian soundtrack. You get new audio commentary by critics Kat Ellinger and Heather Drain. Archival audio commentaries from the director, the makeup effects artist, some of the actors, the actresses. You get a new visual essay by the author and critic Michael McKenzie. Archival interviews with Dario Argento himself. And then on disc two, you have Demons 2 with also um, the 4K restoration, as I mentioned before. Archival audio commentaries, some new visual essay on space and technology in Demons and Demons 2. Some creating the creature carnage, which is some archival interview with the um, effects artist. The set itself, I mean, just looks great. It looks like you're getting a poster. You're getting some sort of what's that a metropole like a ticket? That's actually a a valid movie ticket. Really? To some, obviously, we're in America, so I don't know what this theater is. I'm assuming it's in the UK. But uh, it's, I thought that was pretty interesting. I don't know exactly what that entails yet. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say because the set does look incredible. The box looks incredible. The art looks incredible. I'm not too familiar with these movies, but I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. And maybe I that'll anyone, get I, me interested. I, I have never seen the second Demons. I've only seen the first one. I've heard things about the second. I'm interested to see it. The first one is a blast. If you're a fan of Evil Dead. Can I get a quick synopsis? or Quick synopsis. <laughs> Demons are unleashed in a movie theater. Nice. That's it. And Done. if you're a fan of Evil Dead, excess gore, uh, humor, 
this it's a breeze this movie's a blast with especially with the clunky italian sort of like dubbing kind of makes it a little oh, bit yeah, more entertaining or yeah of course it adds to the and this movie's not taking itself seriously this is a fun movie this is okay. in that vein uh and it has one of the greatest endings one of the greatest horror endings it's hilarious the, wow. the literal ending of the movie is <laughs> it's incredible is there anything i would miss out on by not getting this right away you're gonna miss out on this box because I guarantee it's you limited, what arrows. Right? Oh yeah, I guarantee you whatever they'll probably do like a steelbook release in a couple months, and then right after that it'll be the standard edition, which will include all the features, just not have this awesome box. Gotcha. Art. Okay. And right. probably lack a free movie ticket. All right. Well, looking forward to your review. Demons out now. Out April 27th, 4K Ultra HD from Lionsgate, exclusively at Best Buy, is the Dirty Dancing 4K Steelbook. So, unsure on the features here. Other than the 4K disc, there isn't any um, updates on what will be contained on this disc. No features to speak of. However, back in 2017, there was a 30th anniversary set that was released, which was pretty incredible. Um, it was sort of what you'd expect from, again, like an Arrow or somebody where they put a really nice box together. It was really nicely done. It had original posters, you know, scripts, like all kinds of extras, like a door hanger, postcards a motel key, some dance instruction cards, a compact for makeup. There was some like talent show program and I, and I carried a watermelon bag. I don't know, all, all kinds of stuff, like all these little tchotchkes that would normally come with it, plus the 30th anniversary Blu-ray as well. So it was kind of a nice set, came out a few years ago. So now Best Buy is putting out this exclusive steel book. You're not getting it in a regular case at this point. You only can get it in the steel. Um, they're the ones putting it out first. Allegedly, fans, and I'm, I've never seen this movie, so Russ, I'd like to hear your thoughts because I know you have, but fans have been pissed off about the transfers for years on this movie, even on the 30th anniversary disc. Have you ever owned any Dirty Dancing Blu-rays or DVDs? Yes, I've been aggravated for years have about you? the Dirty Dancing transfer. Have you? No, I you're not. You're one of those? Um, oh, you're not. This okay. movie, it's a fun movie. It's good. It's been released a billion times. <laughs> but I think another thing to kind of consider, this is like the 35th anniversary show. This movie is having its 35th anniversary next year. Is it really like, wow, the 35th anniversary? Like, I don't know. That's I, just, it's just an excuse. Yo, that, hey, let's put a steel book together. And get I love Patrick Swayze. Okay. I've never seen this, which I feel like this and maybe like Roadhouse and Point Break are kind of like the three jewels in his crown. Um Oh, maybe Ghost. Ghost, yeah, I'd say. I'd put mm. All right, well, there's four jewels I'd in his this, crown. I'd put this above Ghost. I feel like this is last. Above Ghost. Yeah, as far in time, I think. I think this is seen. This is more beloved than Ghost hmm. over the years. Yeah, I think if you referenced her, if you say nobody puts Baby in the corner to People anyone, know. they know what you're talking about. There's nothing like that with Ghost. Ghost so, is kind of faded out over the years. Pun intended. This edition solely exists for Christmas and birthday presents for your mother. Gotcha. <laughs> That's like with why this movie keeps getting released in different is this, editions. This is like the easiest, man, I don't know what to get my aunt for Christmas. So, Russ, is what yeah. you're saying this movie is for the 4K queens? The last thing just to say about this is I'm not sure I like this art. It's like an interesting illustration. I don't know if – I've never seen the movie again, so I don't know if this neon – purple pink kind of fits with the talent show with the with the dancing it's I don't not know. it's not that stylish in the movie but yeah. it fits it's yeah. kind of purplish yeah. okay well it's not terrible as, as someone who has seen the movie that box art is not terrible not the worst no it's not great but it's it, it, i've seen worse as far as this release is concerned 
you kind of have a choice to make. As you had mentioned, this movie gets released a lot. Next year's the 35th anniversary. Who knows what's possible? Some other 4K sort of uh, collector sec. In a year, they might put this out in 4K with, you know, this bundle of goodies that maybe Dirty Dancing fans are clamoring for. Anyway. Oddly enough, has there ever been a release that's included the soundtrack? That's like the biggest I don't know. thing about this movie is the soundtrack. I don't know. That's I true. Lo I love when releases do that, and I feel like this film, the... I mean, it's a classic soundtrack. Whether you like it or not, it's a classic soundtrack. Well, Patrick, we love you. Dirty Dancing. I don't think this is the release that's going to make me finally go out and watch it, but I love you, Patrick. Ditto. Out in March on Blu-ray from 88 Films is Short Circuit 2. Short Circuit 2. So Short Circuit 2 has only been released one other time before. It was about 10 years ago, actually. And other than that, you could get it in some two-pack with the first one and the second one, basically bare bones. But again, it's been, I think, out of print for a while. So 88 Films is finally putting out a decent release of this movie. It is a high-definition Blu-ray. There's a new feature-length audio commentary from Kenneth Johnson, the director. There's a making Short Circuit 2 interview with Kenneth Johnson, a writing Short Circuit 2 interview with the screenwriters Brent Maddock and S.S. Wilson. There's a storyboard sequence with director commentary, some never-before-seen rehearsal videos, an extensive behind-the-scenes photo gallery, a gag reel, an actor profile on Fisher Stevens himself. And then the limited content for this nice-looking set includes a reversible sleeve with brand-new artwork and the classic original poster art, a limited edition rigid slipcase with new artwork, a limited edition 80-page perfect bound book with notes by James Oliver and extensive behind-the-scenes promotional imagery, a limited edition fold-out poster, limited edition collectible postcard set. It is region B locked. But if you're a 4K king... Day one purchase. And before we go any further, this new artwork is incredible. It is really good. Dude, he's even got his bloods. Like, yeah, he's got his bandana on. It is. It's good. Gang. It is. It's really good. Compared to the original Blu-ray release of this from 10 years ago, this is a much needed upgrade. I will say Break the, it down only, for the only thing this release is lacking is an apology from Fisher Stevens. Yeah, he, he does owe us all For his racial insensitivity. <laughs> Wow. Yes. This movie would never be remade. <laughs> no. Well, no. it would, but we're going to... Benjamin's got to go. Yeah. Do you think that you could do that role today? No. And I see that, you know, Steve Gutenberg didn't come back. He was kind of like washed his hands of it after the first one. I don't know. I mean, it was a cult classic. I think a, it's still beloved. a rare moment where Gutenberg made a... He turned good, down a paycheck? ...good career decision. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Well, so are you saying that this Maybe movie, it wasn't. Is, is this the Gremlins 2... Of the short circuit franchise, uh, I, I would not go that far. That's high praise. You okay. don't ever in terms Gremlins of changing two. tone, in terms of where this movie um, kind of goes versus no, the first, and what no, I mean. No, this is just a bad sequel. It's just terrible. It's okay. just a bad sequel. It's a bad sequel. They, it's a good bad movie, but it's a bad sequel. And Short Circuit Two was like, hey, we have this character, kids love it. Let's let's they RoboCop would it. Gotcha. Let me say, not Gremlins 2, they RoboCop 2 it. Gotcha. In RoboCop, that's terrible because you took this brilliant, violent satire and made it a family film. Short Circuit was already a family film. So yeah. this one, they just softened it even more. You know, 
I'll actually have a hard time remembering the ending to the first one, but I clearly remember the ending to this one where he's all suited up in his gear. He's like leaking fluid. He's got like the mohawk on his head. The song from <laughs> yeah. the song from um, Footloose plays like um, I need a hero. He's on the boat. It's like a speedboat. He like crashes. Wait, like what people... am I? Doesn't he fly? He's got a parachute on. Is yeah, that short circuit? I think that's that part because doesn't he fly? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like I remember that ending because he's in like Radio Shack. Yeah. You know, and he like has to build himself. I always love scenes like that in movies where there was some like character like getting ready for battle and they're like put strapping things on and clicking like, things on. Yep, and he's like doing Gizmo this like being Gizmo by Rambo and like Gremlins Evil too. Dead in the shed, you know, like all these types of things where it's like I gotta suit up for some battle. And I love I remember how... that scene, it was really good. And he's leaking <laughs> I love Bloody. how we're, we've become the most animated and passionate about Short Circuit 2. <laughs> we should have let off with this one. Ali Sheedy didn't come back either. Ali Sheedy didn't come back, did she? she? Was and what was that other dude, her boyfriend one. who was an asshole? He's always an asshole and everything. What was that guy's oh, name? God, I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. But Is anyway. there a Short Circuit curse? Fisher Stevens, his career didn't really blow up. Yeah, what's Ali Sheedy Steve doing? Steve Gutenberg, Ali Sheedy. Steve Gutenberg had a decent run. Two. So Short Circuit 2. Wow. Really bringing back the memories. Out in March, 88 Films. Man, that was a solid segment. That was solid. <laughs> so, Russ, you pick up anything good this week? Wow, funny you should ask, Matt. I actually have it right here. Oh. I didn't pick this up this week, okay. but I finally got around to watching it. What is it? This is the Robert Radler film, Showdown. And this is the MVD Rewind Collection. I'm a fan of this imprint. I like what they do. They always come with the the cool slips that have the old nostalgic Be Kind Rewind. The little stickers, VHS cover style slip. MVD. I've never heard of MVD. Uh, They put out uh, Double Dragon. Basically, they put out a lot of uh, B movies such as Showdown. In traditional MVD Rewind fashion, you get... Great bonus features for a title like this. It's astounding. There is an actual feature-length documentary on the making of Showdown. So if you want to hear great actors such as Patrick Kilpatrick, a villain in many 80s action films, and others go on and on about how they ripped off the Karate Kid for an hour and a half, this is the release for you. Hmm. What I like, just looking at this, is this reminds me right away of like what Mill Creek does with their VHS release. Yes. But what I Step like, up, though. that's exactly what I was about to say. Yep. For one, you actually get some care put into the release. It looks yep. like they real feature like documentary, but I also like the way that they take care of the slip. It is reminiscent of a VHS box without being kind of, I don't know, for lack of a better word, shitty looking. They've yep. got a nice like be kind rewind sticker. Like you said, it's yep. like worn on the corner but it's not tacky, no, and it's no, got no. the little rewind collection. It's got the the genre on it, martial, <laughs> martial arts. arts. That's really yeah. cool. Look, they even um, come, comes with a little. Uh, I don't know what size. I don't know what size that would be. Yeah, but like that's kind of yeah, it's like eight a little by bit bigger than ten or something. That's yeah. roughly eight by ten. A little poster print. That's cool. Yeah, like I said, dude, a feature length documentary on the making of Showdown, a movie you have never heard of, and yeah. why would you? The only notable thing about this is that it is it's a Billy Blanks vehicle before he became the uh, maestro of Taibo. Billy Blanks, Christine Taylor, Mrs. Ben Stiller. This is an early work of hers. She wow. plays the teen love interest, but this is literally a shameless. Retread of Karate Kid. Billy Blanks is Mr. Miyagi. 
a kid's in high school, he's getting bullied, he has to learn what in the future would become MMA to defend himself in his new school. It is shameless, as I said, hilarious, endlessly entertaining, and shitty. If you want to think early 90s, late 80s, movies like that, mm-hmm. that eh, not like even Arrow won't do them. Yeah. Like MVD, they'll pick up the slack. More of a focus on action than horror. Uh, but man, if you're a fan, you can't go wrong. Like you cannot go wrong with these releases. This is kind of a childhood staple, even though it's a terrible movie. I can't believe this edition exists. If you're a fan, if you know this movie at all, go out and buy this and support this company. MVD. Fantastic work. Wow. MVD. Recently, talking a lot about JCBD made me finally want to pull the trigger on getting Cyborg from Scream Factory. And this is another Jean-Claude Van Damme movie that came out on Canon Films. It was Bloodsport. Then he had one other movie that came out. It was like something that wasn't like a big name at all. Then he did this. Then he did Kickboxer. This movie, Kickboxer and Bloodsport, are my three favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. I mean, I'm a purist. I'm a Kickboxer, Bloodsport guy. I mean, that's just Jean-Claude Van Damme to me. But this movie was so unexpected because this movie is actually like a thriller but it's also dark. I was just about to ask this because there are certain releases because you know how Scream Factory is just Shout Factory. But there's some that get put on the Scream Factory imprint that baffle me. And mm-hmm. I never considered Cyborg a horror movie. And yeah. that's why I was going to ask you, is Cyborg more of a... I, I have not seen... I, have, yeah. I, I love Bloodsport. Dude, yeah. I've seen Kickboxer. I, I always missed Cyborg. I would recommend Cyborg to anyone that is a fan of Jean-Claude or not. I think this is such an interesting movie because it is a thriller. It's scary at times. Some of the imagery is a little unsettling at times. The main villain is very terrifying. Um, he's actually, he's the dude is actually in Point Break for a, for a second. He's one of the three guys that tries to get in a fight with Keanu Reeves. One's Anthony Kiedis, one's, you know, whatever. The guy's name is... Is he the dark-haired guy? With the like, really piercing blue the, eyes. Is he the, we're just gonna fuck you up yeah. guy in Point Break? Vincent, Vincent Klein. <laughs> I'm watching he, this immediately just because of that. He is absolutely terrifying in this film. I'm not... Uh, and, and again, this is... This is a thriller. And it's, it's an apocalyptic sort of wasteland type of a movie. Some virus has just decimated everything. There is a cure that is embedded inside of this half-human, half-robot um, or cyborg... And Jean-Claude Van Damme has been tasked to take this person somewhere so that this cure can be can be given out. However, this guy, this villain and his band of like pirates, they want to capture her so they can have the cure for themselves and kind of rule the world, so, so to speak. But it's pretty highbrow. I mean, a, uh, that's JCVD the plot. Vehicle. I know. And that's the plot. And what I, what I was why I was trying to explain that, too, is that. You have this sort of weird sort of concept that he's in, and he's flexing his JCVD muscle. It's not, it's not like Kickboxer. It's not just to show what he can do, but when it's time for him to fight, he does his stuff. It's really well done too. I feel like the production value is good. The way that they made everything look really destroyed and, and all the costumes that are done. It's just unlike any other Jean-Claude Van Damme movie I've ever seen. And it's actually like really well done, in my opinion. And Scream Factory put out a really decent release. I was late getting it, so I didn't get the slip or anything. But you do get a new 2K scan of the interpositive, some new interviews, some special effects, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's pretty cool, man. I mean, I would, I would check it out for sure. It almost sounds like 
a John Carpenter movie. It yep. does. Like what you're saying where it works and it's fun and the product, like not that Canon had some great budgets for production ones, yeah. but like Masters of the Universe works. Yeah, for some it does. Reason. Yeah. Uh, over the top. Yeah. <laughs> works for yep. some reason. And yep. I, I, I'm getting the impression this is kind of like in that vein. You, I want yeah, to check this out. Dude, man, it's cool. I mean, you could probably, you could definitely see maybe there's like a Mad Max-ish kind of vibe with the costumes and things they were trying to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, with some of the weapons they have and stuff. But yeah, man, I mean, there's like a, a scene where Jean-Claude Van Damme gets crucified, like actually pretty intense scenes. And he's got to do his like Jean-Claude Van Damme thing to like rip himself off of this cross that they hung him to. It's like, it's pretty intense what, what goes on in this movie, but I don't know. It's pretty cool. So definitely consider picking that up or checking that out if you haven't already. That's it for this episode. Thank you for watching. If you haven't subscribed already, please do so. Please like, please comment, please let us know what you think. We've got nine subscribers For everybody that's watching, you nine, you are truly special people, and I want to thank each and every one of you. Thank you, Mitch the Wise. Thank you, Easy Bone. Oral Sovaneg, thank you so much for liking our content. Please come back soon. Tell your friends. Have a great night.